The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. It's time for the Sunday service. This is a bonus program for listeners of the Green Industry Podcast interested in learning more about the Bible and what it means to have a relationship with the Lord. Paul Jameson shares his passion for knowing God and believes that no matter how badly you've messed up in life, God loves you and wants you to know Him. Today's episode is not sponsored content and does not necessarily represent the views and or opinions of the advertisers heard on the Green Industry Podcast. You are welcome to send a direct message to Paul on Instagram with your questions and comments. Thanks for spending a few minutes with us today. And now here's the Sunday service with Paul Jameson. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to today's Sunday service. We're going to talk about how God wants the best of you, not the rest of you. That is right. I uh, want to welcome everybody who is maybe a first-time listener to the show. A quick rundown. We do the Green Industry Podcast, at least for the time being, Monday through Friday, where it's a show on business and entrepreneurship and how you can take your business to the next level. It's really tailor-made for entrepreneurs in the green industry, whether you're in hardscaping, landscaping, lawn maintenance, fertilization, weed control. We uh, really dive deeper into those niches, but we do have a lot of folks who are small business owners outside of that industry because the principles really do carry over. Now, the Sunday service is a bonus program that we put out on Sundays and uh, talk. It's it's a uh, not necessarily a church service with the music and the announcements and all of that, but it is a message where I share from the Bible and talk about how I am doing in my walk with God. It's very transparent and, and a little bit of kind of behind the scenes of my pursuit of God and kind of like a journal entry, if you will, for me to share with you what's going on in that relationship in my life of pursuing God and what he's doing in my life. And then also it's some biblical teaching. So, and it evolves over time and perhaps eventually we will uh, break it off into its own podcast, maybe change the name of it. But with the bandwidth of time at the moment, that is not the route we're going. So we're just taking one day at a time. And uh, for now, these episodes are rolling out on the Green Industry Podcast on Sundays. Hebrews chapter 9, verse 27. And I say this all the time. I need to get glasses, but I really do. I Next time I go to Costco, I, when you walk in there to the left, I got the glasses station. I think I need to pick up some glasses because this new Bible I got, I like I'll hold it right next to my nose to, to read it. The letters are so small or my uh, sight needs enhanced. So here we go. Hebrews 9, 27. And just as each person is destined to die once and after that comes judgment. Hebrews 9, 27. And just as each person is destined to die once, and after that comes the judgment. 
Shout outs to Cameron Duncan. I was reading his Instagram post this morning about the highlight real culture. And it reminded me that a lot of folks put their best foot forward on Instagram. And I'm not saying that's wrong. I mean, if you're in lawn care, for example, you want to take a picture and put it on Instagram, put a picture of nice stripes with the sunlight behind you that looks aesthetically pleasing. That's that's cool to put your best foot forward on Instagram versus some raggedy picture, right? And so I understand that, but it, I was thinking as I read his post, which was really cool or inspiring and convicting, I thought, you know, we give our best to Instagram. And I'm not saying don't give your best to your Instagram portfolio, but do we give our best to God or does he get the leftovers? I was listening to a sermon by Isaiah Saldivar. He was at Hungry Generation Church in Washington and it was a great message, really encouraging and convicting. And the way they summarized his message was, are you giving God your best or are you giving God your rest? And here in Hebrews chapter nine, verse 27, there's a sobering reminder that it's appointed unto man, that's us, once to die, and after this, the judgment. And so in Psalms, it talks about maybe you'll live 70 years, maybe with good health, you'll make it to 80. And, you know, I'm trying my best to take care of my body. And perhaps, you know, my goal is to go longer than that. Who knows? Maybe Jesus will come back before that and I won't even have that opportunity. But whether you're 70, whether you're 80, whether you, you know, my grandpa made it to 93 years old, at the end of the day, God put on this earth after Noah, right? He said that you, you're going to eventually die. I think 120 is the max according to, to God's law. There was Enoch who just got taken up, which is a whole nother story for another day. But for you and me, friend, and, and for everyone listening, there's an appointment where we will stand before Jesus one day and we will give an account for our life. This upcoming Monday, I have a dentist appointment. And I think it's at 11, 10 a.m., right? And so that's an appointment that I have on my calendar. And if I wanted to, and it would probably make them really upset, but I could change that appointment, right? I could reschedule it or cancel it or things of that nature. I'm not going to, I'm planning on going and, and getting my cleanup or, you know, cleaning they do every six months or whatnot. But the appointment we have with God when we stand before Jesus one day to give an account, there's no negotiating that. There's no, hey, let's let's cancel that appointment or hey, can we reschedule? It, it's, it's marked, impermanent. There's nothing that we can do to change the reality that there is an appointment set by God with Jesus and you, with Jesus and me. And on that day, we're gonna have to give an account for every idle word that we spoke. We're gonna have to give an account for our life. What did we do with this opportunity God's entrusted to us to live on the earth in the most unique and exciting times in human history? I mean, we are entrusted with technology like no other generations had. We are entrusted with transportation like no other generation has had. Pretty much in a 24-hour period, especially for those of us who live near Atlanta, we can get anywhere in the world in pretty much a day. Just go to the Atlanta airport, get on the, you know, get on your flight, head overseas or head wherever, and then hop on a bus or train or Uber. And, and you can be pretty much anywhere around the globe in one day. You go back generations and they would have to travel by foot or maybe by a, a animal, right? On a donkey or a horse or something like that, or 
whatever the sophisticated chariot was with wheels in, in the, but still there was, a, and it's slow moving, right? Very, very slow moving. And then if you wanted to go across the ocean, right? Those boat trips were sketchy at best with the way those boats were made. And then you had um, weeks and weeks. And so I say all that to say, Every human throughout history has to stand before God to give an account for our life. But I, I believe, and this is just my personal thought here, is that when Jesus says, to whom much is given, much is required to our generation in particular, we've actually been entrusted with more than the other generations. And so it could be plausible to expect that we're going to be held to a higher account before God. What did we do with the technology? Did you use it to look at pornography? If so, that's going to be a very scary moment to stand before the man who has eyes like a flame of fire and said, hey, you entrusted me. We're not going to be doing any talking on that day, but God's entrusted to us technology. Did we use it honorably and, and for fruitfulness and, and, and the purposes of God? Or did we use it for the purposes of the flesh and, and Satan's strategies? transportation? Did we use this incredible opportunity to travel to go where God wants us to go? Or did we use it for, you know, vanity and sin? And I'm just picking on those two topics because that's what other generations didn't have that we have. But then there's just the everyday mundane life that we have. We get up in the morning and we, you know, we go through our day and we all live the 24 hour cycle and maybe it's not as exciting as the traveling and the technology. It's just a, a regular day. We're going to have to give an account for that. And so I'm taking inventory as we do spring cleaning in the natural. Hopefully you do, right? You clean the baseboards, you clean the counters, you open the windows. For those of you who are still up north, you're like, what are you talking about? It's 27 degrees here. Well, in the south, you know, we just had a beautiful day yesterday. It was in the mid 70s and gorgeous. And I, in the spring, I like to open my windows and get some fresh air circulating throughout my home and, and do a deep clean and, and get the in the natural get spring cleaning and then in the spiritual i've been doing spring cleaning as well and just getting rid of objects getting rid of things in my house that that don't honor god and to tie it into the title of giving god our best verse giving god our rest that we really take note with all of the opportunities that we have with work and, and the demand for our services and the relationships, whether you have a wife and, and children or just the friendships that that uh, consume our time, if we're going to have quality relationships and the transportation and technology that I previously mentioned, what we can um, get into is allowing some of those things to dictate our best. And then with God, we only have this leftover rest. And the best way to live life is to give God our best. You know, first thing in the morning or early in the morning to actually read the Bible. It says to um, consume his word day and night to, to get the sword of the spirit, which is the Bible sharp, get, get, get it in our mind so that we're able to wage a good fight and, and to, to read it in the evening, to, to, to have energy left over, to actually spend time with God in prayer and reading his word and to stay in sync and aligned with Jesus, the true vine. Because when we do, and we're in, alignment with Jesus, then we bear much fruit and our relationships are prospering. Then we have a sharper discernment to make decisions with vetting customers. We have a sharper discernment on what to say yes to, what to say 
wait on and what to say no to and things of that nature. And so, friend, I'm sharing this out of a place of improvement, meaning I know what it's like to give God my rest, not my sleep rest, but like the leftover energy and just whatever's left over after I've already given my energy, time, resources, attention to other things. And I want to really have a transition in my personal life to where I'm giving God my best. And then from that place of abiding in him to the rest of of the actual work and the relationships and the opportunities that they're getting the best version of me, which is the Paul that's connected as closely as I can be to Jesus and, and honoring him to the to the greatest amount um, that I can. And so I say all of that to say it is a journey, it is a process, but there's real decisions that we can make to make sure that we are giving God our best and not our rest. Thanks for listening, friends. And uh, make sure you smash that subscribe button. Stay up to date as we'll have new episodes coming your way all week. Thanks for listening.